Welcome to the Spurs 9501 podcast. From Kane to the lane, the final say on all things Tottenham. Everybody, welcome back to the Spurs 9501 podcast. This is Ray in London. It's been a while, so it's good to see everybody back again. I've got my good friend Nad, based in Manchester, but a mad Spurs fan. Nevertheless, how are you doing, Nad? You okay? I'm good, my friend. How are you, Ray? You keeping well? Yeah, I'm keeping well. I'm keeping well. Uh, I'm not sure I can take all these twists and turns in the top four race, but uh, <laughs> I- I'm hanging on in there. I'm hanging on in there. So, guys, just straight into it. We want to discuss the North London derby and what we think is going to happen and what are the implications will that be. So, Nad, before we start on the North London derby, just let's quickly talk about the results over the weekend. 1-1 draw for Tottenham against Liverpool. Great draw, great performance. Should have won it, really, at the end with Hoiberg. Should have pushed it across to Kane or even gone for goal himself, but nevertheless. Uh, and then Arsenal going in again, getting a lucky win. A player sent off, keeper making a, you know, a balls up of the, of the back pass, all that stuff. As usual, lucky, lucky Arsenal. But after the results, what do you think, what's your feelings about moving into the North London derby? I mean, first of all, destiny is no longer in our hands, Ray. Yeah. That's the yeah, first that's a good thing. point. Yeah, yeah, it's not in our um, hands. Now. But let me just start before we start, Ray. I was just talking to a friend of mine who's a hardcore Tottenham fan like us, old school okay. Tottenham yeah, fans. Yeah. Yeah. And I was saying, now just think about this. At the start of the season, if you told us that Nuno had been appointed, yep, underwhelming, and then you've gone to the moon, and you've come back, and you've got three or four games left, even right now in this position, and you said you're fifth, and your new manager's Conte. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you got Revendon Ballet, Derry Alley, Vicelso, and Gilles, and you brought some guy in called Kulu and Bentacor. Yeah, okay. And you're fifth you're sitting fifth in the league, Ray. Just think about that, yeah. And yeah, you've got yeah, the next game is Arsenal. Yeah. And their last two games are Newcastle and Everton Arsenal. Yeah. And yeah. you're thinking, okay, okay. Because you just think, wow, you know, you talk about twists and turns. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What it's all been about. So this weekend was really for me, Ray. You know that the, the the head and the heart all say two different things when when you when mm. you predict results. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. My heart was saying it would could be the most glorious victory in Spurs' history. Yeah, if we go to a team that's undefeated in their in their in their in their territory, mm-hmm. and they're probably the Some best team. Eleven, I think it's eleven or twelve. You know, consecutive home wins in the league. Home wins. Wow, 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 and. Probably, you've got to say, probably the best team, one of the best teams in the yeah, world. Yeah, one of the best teams in the world. Yeah. Absolutely agree with you on that, yeah. So Fortress Anfield, best team in the world. Yes, they're a bit tired. And, you know, they, they've had a lot of pressure games. You know that, yeah. But they're used to that. That's why they are so good, yeah. And first of all, I thought the Spurs tactics were superb. Um, it just shows you how good a manager Conte is, right? Mm. And the way he was set up. You know, the, the, the bank of the five, the, the bank of four, the nine yeah. set up there. Yeah. And hitting them the counter-attack. I know Clark <coughs> made a few remarks afterwards, which I didn't yeah. really think was worth – I didn't think that was called for. No, I, I agree with you. I think that was out of line, really, but it is what it is. He's not yeah. used to not getting three points, so he doesn't know how to handle it, really. It's a bit out of – if we go head-to-toe, toe-to-toe with Liverpool, we'll get 5-6-0. What do you expect us to do? 100%. I mean, no doubt he's he acknowledged we've got world-class players – but he was said we were very Atletico Madrid-like. But you need, you, you just can't have pay, play expansive football against a team like Liverpool. As you said, Ray, you could be three or four nil down like United have been and other teams yeah, have been, yeah, yeah, literally yeah. in seconds. So 
I, I thought I thought the match, I thought the performance, as you said, I thought it was excellent. I yeah. thought we were tactically brilliant. Um, but, but let me ask you a question, though. Yeah. We've got a good draw out of it, but mm. a draw not really any good to us. We're still behind Arsenal, etc. Do you think, do you think we should have done more to try and go for the win? Could Conte have been a bit more expansive and try and go for the win a bit more rather than what he did? What do you think? You know, it's a really hard one because you you want to go into the the next game mm. with something of promise. So you come away with that and being expansive and you we'd lose 5-0. Yeah, it's no good. It can be no good. Mm. So, yeah, it was one of those things that at the end, Hoiberg, you know, he could have maybe, I thought maybe he could have headed into goal every time I said Yeah, exactly. He could have tried it or left it for yeah. Bergwijn. Yeah, and then it headed across. We hit the post as well, if yeah. you remember. And I thought we had a couple of other opportunities where in that game, where just an inch. Well, Royal had a one, yeah. just after we scored, Royal had another chance and he didn't, he couldn't even put the cross across. Yeah. Although he had a good, good he had a good, nice good yeah, he had a good yeah, game. Had well, a nice chance yeah. as well. And I thought actually overall, even though we, you know, he was talking, we only had 36% possession, but I thought, wow, most teams don't even have yeah. that at Anfield. No, exactly, yeah. 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 And I thought the beautiful partnerships were being formed. Uh, I actually, because I've been critical of uh, Emerson Royale. Mm, everybody no has been, I think, yeah. But I felt that, that he played well with Kulu. I think every time Kulu was an outlet, when he got the ball and he then took a couple of players on and, and picked up space. So I think, Ray, to answer your question, I think... Um, I was disappointed at the end. Yeah, I was with it. We didn't win. And I think I think Royale played well because it's more of a defensive type of game. He struggles yeah. when it's the wing back, but I thought he played really well. But yeah. I agree with you. I was disappointed that we didn't win it in the end. I, I was disappointed, Ray, but also my heart was warmed by the performance. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, if I hadn't seen anything else this year and I saw that game, I think, wow, you know, Tottenham twice undefeated against probably the, one of the best teams in the world. And the other best team in the world, we beat them twice. Yeah, we beat them twice. It, it just makes you think, if we can do this with players like Emerson and Ben Davies and Dyer, you know, these types, Sessegnon, if he gets upgrades on some of these players and, and improves it, I think we can make a big push for it next year, next season. I, I definitely do. agree. You know, and, and uh, you can see the overall performance. I mean, Ben Davies was magnificent. Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah, I mean, every player in that pitch <coughs> gave their all. I thought Bentacor in the first half was caught a few times. Struggling, yeah. He was, didn't know the pace of the game. It's difficult against Liverpool. They don't give you a second one. Oh, yeah. man, Liverpool's pressing game. It's just, I don't know. You know, like Mohamed Ali when he used to be yeah. bouncing and floating. He's like, you can't last, you know, that every round. But sure. man, Liverpool literally were just pressing us so hard. Mm. And I think you're right. He found the speed of the game in the first half mm. very, very difficult. I thought okay. Hoiberg was fantastic protecting yeah. the back four. Yeah. 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 So yeah. every player on that pitch, I think, played a great role. And, and if you told me, you know, forget the positions that we're in right now. If you told me that we're going to Anfield and we drew. Yeah. We'd yeah, take that any day, wouldn't we? We'd take that any day. Yeah, I mean, a, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's move on now to a couple of things I want to talk to you about, really. The North London derby and what you think the result's going to be, a prediction. And then based on that prediction, how you think the rest of the season will go. So, as I said, Arsenal won 2-1 to Leeds. They've gone three or four wins, I think, in a row. We've gone in good form. So tell us what you think is going to happen on the North, in the North London derby on Thursday. Yeah, I think first of all, it's going to be slightly different formations because Arsenal traditionally play more 4-2-3-1, as you know. Right, yeah. And Spurs, of course, play more with the wing-backs, so we're reliant a lot on the wing-backs. So I think that's going to be the big game. And I actually feel that the one person that might have a very big game is Session. Okay. I think watch out for Session against mm. Arsenal because I think he's going to be the key person 
that is going to create that width for us. Because uh, we've got to kind of get in a position where I think, you know, they play two two holding midfields. Uh, uh, they got the one more DM. And I think uh, the Egyptian is... El Nenny is the DM. El Nenny. He's a little bit more expansive in terms of he'll, he'll move forward a little bit. So mm-hmm. we've got to hope that our wing backs push on with the front three. Mm-hmm. So we're in a position against their back four and one. So it becomes more easy. Well, that's one question I had. Are they going to, assuming we play three four three like we do, do you think they'll match us up or do you think they'll stay with their four two oh, three one? They'll stay the way they are because if you look at, I think, a lot of the Arsenal games that I've seen or, you know, watched, such as all the lineups, they played four two three one. And before the kind of Smith Rowe was playing the team, but he's been off the bench recently, I think. Yeah. And then uh, Lacassette comes off the bench and they use, I think, Pepe sometimes yeah. off the bench at the moment. But they've got that Saka and they've got that other guy, uh, Nicotero, up front as well. Um, so <clears> they're playing. It's a very useful Arsenal front four, right? Yeah. You've so, got to say that. Yeah, it's a useful front four. So in terms of the formation, we've got Bentoncourt and Hoiberg in midfield. Do you think we're going to get outnumbered? Because if one of the three drops back into midfield, we could get outnumbered, couldn't we? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but I think what we're hoping is is Harry normally likes to drop back into yeah. midfield a little bit as yeah. well. He always plays that sort of okay, so you play play a bit, yeah. role. Yeah. I think we'll do that. I think you know one thing, Ray, Son and Kulu are so hard working. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So you can see them pushing back into the space as well. I think it's all gonna come down to who's gonna be able to get that space, Ray. And the, yeah. and the I think it's gonna be more who's gonna be able to push the ball out and create width. Yeah, because I think that's their weak, weak. Cedric's not that great. Tomiyasu's okay, but then he hasn't been back long. What do you think it should be? Uh, should we push it wide and get it to the the fullbacks to Bomon? Or for me, you can get it to the wing backs, and then you can get the Son and Kulu involved. Kulutensky involved. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think that's our strength. Mm. And in terms of how we play football, that's where we go. And the problem is. Ray, this is the biggest dilemma I've got at the moment. Arsenal don't have to win the game. Yeah, that's the problem. I mean, and but it's not like them to. Well, they do actually. If they win the game, that kills top four for, and it's just they've got yeah. top four. So it depends what mindset they want to take, really. Yeah, I mean that's a, that's a good question there because it can be a tricky if you're thinking I've got to go for it. We can go for a draw. You might lose. You know, exactly. So, so you are hundred percent right mindset, but you know, a point for them. So why I say that is because. The one thing that Tottenham notoriously find difficult is to break other teams down. Yeah, but I don't think Arsenal can play that low block game. I don't think they've got the players to play that. So it'll be quite open. <coughs> so for me, it's like if Tottenham can get ahead in that game, Ray, yep. Yep. I do honestly feel that we can push on. Yeah. yeah. And with the crowd, I mean, the crowd is going to be absolutely... It's really important. We need... If you heard the beginning of the... I wasn't there, but if you'd heard the beginning of the Anfield yep. atmosphere... Yep. Wow, Ray, that's like, if we have that intensity there with a young team, Arsenal young team, and we can get that first goal, and I think it's going to be, we've got to put, and that's why I say to you, Ray, in my opinion, it'll be Session and Son down the wings, and you said Emerson's a little bit more defensive, which suited him against the Liverpool game, but Kulu is going to be the one that's going to open that up. Um, and really, the, the the pressure goes a little bit more to Harry because Harry is really this the, be the front man in the middle, and you're hoping that Son will cut in, Kula will cut in, and both of them are tremendous at long shots as well. Right? Yeah, defensively, I don't think Arsenal have been that great. I mean, they were two 0 up against ten men. They let them score a goal. So Dyer and Romero may be important at set pieces and stuff. 
Yeah, I think so. I mean, first of all, Benticle and Hoiberg, that partnership, they're very, very similar, right, the way they play football. Yeah. yeah? So we know, and, and in essence, they've been told to play as much creative and defensive. They've been actually made to wear many hats, right, at the moment. Yeah? So I think those guys, they've got to make sure one of them is protecting the back three because mm. Arsenal's front four is very youthful. Yeah. Um, you know, very fast. They've got a lot of speed, fast, don't they? Very fast, great speed. And Romero is going to be very vital then because, you know, it, and then let's look at the Arsenal's other side, right? Yeah. Is their back four don't really take it out. They pass, Ramsdale takes it out. Mm. Yeah. So Ramsdale is like a fifth type defender in terms of bringing that ball out, like Romero does or Eric Dyer does for Tottenham. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So, I think, first of all, it'll be come down to that front three, how much pressure we can put on Arsenal's back line, yeah? I think the other thing for us is, can Session get round them? If you remember the Liverpool ball, Session on the left, yeah. Harry Kane got the ball, cut across, mm. defenders rushed to Son, who cut back into the, mm. into the penalty box yeah. area, yeah. Yeah. left the left side open, and Harry, smart, really smart Harry, because... You know, lethal striker wants to score yeah. the goals. And he, and he but he passed. And just, yeah. I thought he was going to shoot then. I had my 100% that he's going to great shoot. But he passed great vision, yeah. great discipline great vision, as yeah. well. He pushed the ball out to the left, <clears> Ray, <throat> and then beautiful pass in the middle, easy tapping. And in essence, Ray, that is the type of goal that we need to create against Arsenal. Yeah, I think so. If we can put pressure on their wing, on their um, full-backs, then it draws the centre-backs out, and then we could go through the middle. But it should yeah. be a really, really interesting game. Um, Let's see what happens, you know. I think the crowd's going to be an important thing. And we're on a good run of form. I think defensively, you know, they're, they're going to be up on their game. So we've got to be careful. Saka's, in, you know, very dangerous, isn't he? So then Ketty has been scoring goals now. So it's going to be a good game. 100%. I think it'll be end-to-end. End. And you're right. The crowd are going to play a massive part in that game. Yeah. Uh, we've just got to be enthusiastic, make sure we keep on lifting, lifting everybody in, in, on the pitch, etc. Um, I mean, I, I'm hopeful that we'll win. I, I actually predicted somebody uh, last night that I said Spurs will win 3-1. That's what I said. Yeah. yeah? Okay. Yeah. It all uh, depends who gets the first goal. If we get the first, if we get the first goal, then that's going to be really important. They may have to come out then and then open gaps. If they get the first goal, we're going to have to come out and that's going to open gaps at our back. So it's really important. Yeah. I, I do feel it's like it always in football, the first goal would count. And, and you are right. If Arsenal then have to really come on to us, well, in a way, that's where our strengths are. And that, you know, it's, it's crazy, isn't it, Ray, that we've been great against the two best teams in the world. Yeah, yeah. But why? <clears throat> it's because they play an expansive football that come on to you. Yeah. Well, this is what Arsenal normally do, isn't it? They play expansive football, but I don't know if yeah. they're going to keep doing that. If they do that, they... if they go head-to-head -head with us, that'll be great. We want them to go head-to-head. -head yeah, exactly. Us. I totally agree. Because we can't play if the team goes a low block, like Burnley... And Brighton, we can't, we can't break them. Not with this team, we can't break them down. We don't have we enough guys. I mean, and I think next year he'll resolve that because, like, for example, I, I jokingly said, I said, just imagine, for example, in games against Burnley or no disrespect to those teams because they're good, hardworking teams, Ray. They're fighting for survival. But we shouldn't be fight. losing to them. I don't care what. We definitely shouldn't be losing them. But I said, just imagine, for example, is if you wanted to play two in the midfield, let's just say, but you had Modric instead of Benchikor for that game. Yeah. Yeah. No respect to Pentacle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Or you say, you know what, we're going to play two up front this time, but we're going to play three midfield. Because you remember Inter Milan, yeah, he mm. often played the uh, 
Martinez, Latara Martinez, yeah. and and Lukaku. Lukaku. Yeah. yeah. But what he did was, if he wanted to go three, then he'd pay three. And he had that Croatian lad, the 33-year-old Perisic. Perisic. He had him on the left as a wing-back, and he's yeah. a great player. Yeah? yeah. And obviously the other wing-back. But sometimes he would play two or sometimes three in the midfield. Eriksson was not a regular at Inter Milan, right? No. Not yeah? in the beginning. Yeah. Actually, he made up the third eventually. Mm, sometimes, mm, and I mm. think uh, Vidal or someone like that was there, or one of those yep. players were there, yep. there as well. Yep. So I think you know we we got a problem, and we do really need to score first against. Uh, yeah, Boston. yeah, I think so. And um, well, let's see what happens. Fingers crossed that we're going to win that one. Now let's let me just take you. Let's come to my land of utopia. We beat Arsenal one nil, two nil, three nil, whatever it is, three one, three two. I don't care. We beat Arsenal. What happens then with the next two games? Arsenal away to Newcastle, home to Everton. Tottenham away, home to Burnley, away to Norwich. If we beat Arsenal, do you think the momentum is with us and we can actually get top four? Arsenal will drop points or not? Well, first of all, we've got no choice but to beat them. Yeah, right? yeah. Right. So let's assume we beat Arsenal, although it's a big yeah. assumption, but anyway. Because then really, it's one point. Yeah. Yeah, so it's Arsenal one point. Yeah. Yeah. Arsenal. yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, go on. I'll just say that Arsenal can't even afford a draw. No, you know, Arsenal could. Uh, Arsenal can draw, and then they can win their other games. Then they'll be yeah, through. Spurs can't I afford think, to look. Spurs can't yeah. afford to draw. They've got to win. Yeah. So if just say, for example, it goes to one point. Yeah. Yeah. After yeah. the Arsenal game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. If Spurs beat Burnley, all ifs and buts, isn't it, bro? Yeah. yeah. Of course. If, it is. We, of course be, it if is. we beat Burnley and Norwich, which we, if we don't, we don't deserve that position. No, we don't. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, then you're thinking it's actually only one point between the before the last two games happened. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. Arsenal, if they draw one, they know they're in trouble. They're yeah. in trouble then. If they draw one, if, and I'm hoping where they're going to draw is going to be a, a way to Newcastle. That's my only hope. Yeah. It's funny because Newcastle away themselves are crap. Yeah. Yeah. They get slaughtered left, right, centre by St James's Park. The home to St James's are a different kettle of fish. Oh, I mean, they're... Liverpool only beat them one nil. And there have been teams. We we. You know, that, that was the first time that the new manager was appointed, I think it was the Arab owners were appointed at that time when we played them, yeah? Mm. But they played too. some really good games at home. And, yeah. uh, you know, I'm really praying because, to be honest with you, Ray, we need them to get either a draw or, 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 or a victory. And a I was, victory I said, even better. Yeah, I said to Norman Ray that I'm hoping that Newcastle's mindset is not that they're fighting for anything because they're safe, they've done tremendously well to get to where they are. But I'm thinking to myself, Ray, you've got... Billionaire owners, new ones. You know you're going to be spending in the summer. Maybe make a statement. I'm hoping now, Ray. I'm hoping, yeah. I'm, yeah. Things here. I'm thinking, will you go out and make a statement to Arsenal and say, watch out for us. We're going to show you how good we are right now. We're coming yeah. for Champions League next year. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And also the crowd will be up for it, you know, at St. James's. So that's a big one. Oh, I wanted to ask you another question. And do you think Chelsea are still at risk of being caught? Now, let me tell you, Chelsea's next game is... Uh, away to Leeds on Wednesday. Leeds are fighting against relegation, so we don't know what's going to happen there. And they've got the FA Cup final on Saturday, so their minds might be there. And then they've got home to Leicester and a home to Watford. You'd expect them to beat Watford. Leicester, I'm not sure. Do you think Chelsea are still catchable or not? Because let me just make a quick... If we beat Arsenal and Chelsea, let's say, lose to uh, Leeds, Chelsea will be on 67, Arsenal on 66, and we'll be on 65. Well, when, when when you look at it like that, it's it's uh, it's yeah. close, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's close. Yeah, it's really close. You you would think, Ray, we shouldn't be talking about Chelsea. No, exactly. They should be out and out and out in the 
out ahead of us miles ago. But then you saw them the way they they just folded against Arsenal in that second half. Yeah, that I saw the Brentford game, Ray, where they just literally looked like you would think Chelsea, Brentford are Chelsea, and yeah. Chelsea are Brentford. Exactly. Brentford, but yeah. forget about that. The way they lost to Everton. The way they, the way they yeah. Did you see the, you see the, the two goals they conceded against Wolves? Yeah, I saw that as well. That's really bad. In the 97th minute, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you never know. I mean, it, would, it wouldn't be really funny, Ray, if Arsenal and Tottenham made it and Chelsea missed out. Yeah, that would be great, wouldn't it? That, I mean, I hate Arsenal. With all due respect, sorry, Arsenal. But, you know what? I hate Chelsea just as much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, for me, that would be... That would be I would actually warm to Arsenal if we both qualified and Art Chelsea were kicked out because that would make yeah. me feel quite happy. To be honest. Yeah, yeah. So, is that I, a possibility? Do you think? What's your view on that? I think Ray. That I think they'll definitely beat Watford. Uh, do you say the Leeds matches away? Yeah, they've got to beat Leeds. They've got Leeds away, Leicester at home, and Watford at home. So, say yeah. they assume they lose to Leeds. Let's yeah. assume. Let's really go ahead and fire. We beat Arsenal and we win our last two games, so we're on seventy-one. And Chelsea, they lose to Leeds uh, and they beat Watford. So they'll be on uh, 70. So they might have to get something out of the last game to, to actually qualify. But let's see. It's interesting because you might end up with three teams very close to yeah. The yeah. one thing that Chelsea have got in their favour, rate is they've got a 39 goal difference. Yeah. yeah, so they've got, a, and that's like another point really, isn't it? Like an extra point. And then in my mind when I was doing the talk in that last video, Ray, is I kept on thinking, you know, Chelsea will definitely beat Watford. I thought they'd get at least three points against Wolves in fairness. Yeah, well, they didn't do that, see? No, they didn't do it. Leicester, hey, Leicester, Leicester, you know. They yeah, don't know with Leicester, do you? you know Anything Leicester. can happen. But I thought the goal difference of 39, you've got to add one point on yeah. that rate. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it's a slim. Mm. It should be slim, right? But again, yeah. you know, one thing that this league has shown me this year mm. is everything is unpredictable. No, I understand. No, totally. Yeah, so I totally agree with you. That's why it's the best league in the world. So let's wrap it up there, Nad. The final thoughts yeah. before we go. Final thoughts on the North London derby and the season, best of the well, season. I think, I think, first of all, you know, my final thoughts on, on that game is I, I, th I think we're going to win, no doubt about it. I believe Tottenham have got the quality. I think we've got the muscle. I think we're going we're gonna to overrun Arsenal. And Arsenal are doing fantastic. Let me just tell you that, Ray. They're, they have to believe that they did not think they were going to be in this position come the start yeah. of the season. Arteta's been there three years or whatever, so he's had time. Yeah, but still, Ray, you didn't think Arsenal... <clears> no, they might be ahead of the plan, yeah. Would be fourth at least, minimum. Yeah. Yeah. And you thought, really, teams like Everton, Tottenham, Arsenal, we'd be fighting for that fifth, sixth, seventh position, Ray. Let's yeah, be, I agree. Let's be realistic. So, yeah. they've done tremendous. A good young team. You know, they're fearless in many ways as well. But let's see if they can handle the pressure, because this is a pressure game, right? Yeah. No, you I know, totally agree. This is, is this the highest pressure game they're ever going to have faced, recent, this team? I think just purely for the fact of what it represents, right? Yeah. It's the North London derby. It's like, you know, my household is half Arsenal, half Tottenham. Yeah. 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 Many households in these who are born in London, our yeah. households are split between Tottenham teams. It's not like Manchester, where half of Manchester United, half of Manchester City. Yeah, thing, exactly. Yeah? No, exactly. There's two yeah. teams there. So you've got London rivalries. Is a big, I just, big thing. I just hope we're up for it. We're up for it, and we we get in there quick, do a few tackles. You know, let them know we're there. Get an early goal, and then just swamp them really. And then, yeah, I think I think we I think we will. Ray, I mean, look, you know, winning the champ, we're getting the place. I keep saying winning the Champions League, but getting the position in the Champions League, it feels like yeah. winning it. God damn it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bad, yeah. You know, Conte said it will feel like winning a trophy. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And let's not and I keep mirroring him in his first season at Inter Milan, he managed to take them from tenth position, I think, last the year before, mm. and he got the Champions League in his first season. Amazing. He could so do that, that with Tottenham as well. Yeah. And then from there, the second season, he won the league. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope it history repeats itself. Yeah, so you know what? Come on, you Spurs. I think we yeah. can definitely do it. And I, I need feel... to ask you another question, sorry, before you yeah. finish. Oh, Just, if we don't get top four, let's say worst case scenario, we don't. We're definitely in the Europa League. Does Conti stay or go? It's a big one, isn't it, Ray? I, I, you know, I was looking around that, you know, what teams would be available roughly for him? PSG. PSG, maybe, yeah. I just, I don't know if PSG, I mean, I can't say PSG is not right for him because PSG have got all the funds. But he loves the Premier League. Yeah, he does. And I just think, I think Alistair Gould or somebody said like that, one I heard somebody say, he said, there's Tottenham, whether people like this or not, they're going to cuss me for saying this, Ray. But we are a sleeping giant in our own way. Yep. Yeah? Yep. And we're like a comatose giant, I would say. We're like a comatose. We've been in a coma. Like, you know that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Forget about sleeping. We're comatose, yeah. yeah. The world has changed, yeah. There's planes flying, yeah. So oh. the point is that um, Conti, I think, relishes the challenge. The question really comes down to simply, Ray, is not if he will stay because of what we are to him or what the players even now, because they're giving him 100%, right? He, yeah, of course see, yeah. You can see Ray how proud he is. No yeah, doubt. Totally, totally. Man, it will come down to one simple individual. And you know his name, the Dark Lord. Mm, exactly. Yeah. He, he shall <laughs> yeah. remain nameless, yeah. Yeah, the Dark Lord. Yeah, so... The Dark Lord will make the decisions, and if the Dark Lord says... I tell you what, if the Dark Lord gets rid of Lee, Conti goes because of the Dark Lord, the Dark Lord's going to have a very, yeah. very dodgy summer. You know, if the Dark, if the dark Lord suddenly says, you know what, I've decided not even to keep Kulu, we can't afford him, yeah? yeah? All right? First of all, I don't know what's going to happen to the stadium by the end of the day. Uh, secondly, the, the point is, he's already going to say, well, I'm spending 70 million already on Romero and Kulu, because he has to pay for those two in the summer, right? Yeah, but he's going to get rid of Ndombele, Lo Celso, yeah, some other players. Yeah, this is my question. Is right now, would you pay the asking fee that he's asking for for Ndembele? Nobody would pay that. So, Ray, Daniel Levy is not the guy that if someone offers 20 million, you know he ain't going to do business. But I think he's, even he knows that he's got soiled good now. I need to just get rid of him. Well, you know what, Ray? Anyway, I really that's love, a... I love your positivity. Yeah, I love yeah. your enthusiasm. This is, this is the Dark Lord we're talking about. Yeah, right I agree. Now, yeah. I agree. Okay. Anyway. So, you know what? Let's I, wrap I it up there, mate. Spurs are going to win, Ray, on... on, on are we going to get top four or not? Yes or no? 100%. We'll get in top four. Do you know what? Because Arsenal will slip up against Newcastle. I totally agree with you. And I just pray we don't get energy in our face and our idiot team slips up against Burnley or Norwich, okay? No, no. And give me a that come on you Spurs before we go. Sorry? Give me a come on you Spurs before we go. Come on you Spurs! Come on you Spurs! On. Thanks very much, Nad. It's been Thank a pleasure speaking to you, and we'll speak to you after the North London derby. Win or lose, we're going to speak to you again. Yeah, you definitely. Soon, Take care. Yes, mate. Bye bye. You've been listening to the Spurs ninety five oh one podcast. Stay in touch, continue the debate, and let us know what you want to discuss by finding us on YouTube. Tune in after the next match day for more insight. Thanks for listening.